why and how those that are here right now can make 2020 the best year of their lives. If you could give me actionable steps, and that's what I'm shooting for, actionable steps to make 2020 the best year of your lives, I would love to hear both of your perspective. So by the end of the interview, we have a nice maybe five to 10 to 20 steps of how to make 2020 the best years of our lives. Welcome, everybody. This is the second ever Cyclo Talk. And first of all, I want to thank you because just you being here, it already tells a lot about how, we, how we're going to be able to turn this 2020 uh, the best year of our lives. I'm here today to announce uh, two, three actually amazing guests we have today. As always, uh, here, Luis Bechara and Alberto Capriles, we will be asking questions. And our guests today are Antonio Colmenares uh, and that we have also Sebastian Grossman. Together, they made sure to make their 2020 their best year of their lives by starting something amazing. I've been following for a while what they've been doing and it's great. I mean, as for now, if you watch any of their podcasts or any of their videos on Instagram, you can already change a little bit about your mentality, about what's going on in the world and more importantly, to develop habits that's going to take you anywhere in life. For in the other hand, we have uh, Priyashi. Priyashi is a clinical psychologist, and she's been, she has been an expert in psychology for a long time. And I know we're going to learn a lot from her, and I think she's going to bring a lot of amazing things to this conversation. So uh, let's get started with the main question, and I don't know who wants to go first, uh, but I want to hear both of your stories and why you think your story is gonna be able to tell people why, to, why, we can, why and how we can do, turn 2020 in the best year of our lives. So having said that, um, who wants to go first, Rebound or Priyashi? Priyashi, up to you. I wanna hear your story. All right, so, um... 2020 is a year where a lot of things just went into halt and uh, they are just, uh, you know, the time is just passing by and everything has just stopped and so much is happening inside and as much as it's happening inside, all of us, it's happening outside as well, but yet the world is stopped, but that's the beauty of 2020. So we do understand that there are some, uh, you know, huge problems going on around the world. But if we try to see it in a way, then we will be able to understand that all these problems are not just rising right now. They have been there since long. And probably we all have been avoiding them, denying them. You know, we weren't just accepting them. But now, a collective consciousness is rising by observing the unconscious activities, behaviors, events happening across the globe. So this 2020, as it seems to be an apocalypse, right, happening around the world, we need to yeah. understand what apocalypse actually means. As Michael Beckwith said, that it means that something new is about to arrive. Something new is originating, and that is going to take the face 
and that is what's going what is going to unify all of us in a much more collective consciousness and that's what we need to learn from 2020 so probably this is the year when we have to decide that the normal is no more normal and thus we need to change our lifestyles we need to change our perceptions we need to change how we respond to things rather than just reacting it's time to accept it's time to grow it's time to unlearn the previous conditionings and learn better ones so yeah that's my view i would like to hear rebounds uh, take on this yeah and what i think is that uh, one of our podcast guests called Jonathan Haidt, he mentioned the coronavirus as one of the best things that's happened to, you, to humanity ever. Because prior to this, we were all in the rat race. We were all basically stuck on autopilot, doing the same things over and over again. Especially, I have a lot of colleagues that instead of, uh, you know, diving deeply into their subconscious, meditating, reading, learning. They were solely going to parties, having fun, which is great, but it becomes a problem once you're only doing that and you're not doing it as a celebration. You're mm -hmm. partying because you want to party. You want to escape something. You want to escape reality or the anxiety that you have because of the future, because we're in uncertain times, especially at our age. Mm -hmm. And that's part of the reason why we started Rebound, which I'm sure my partner can expand on. The main thing is that there needs to be a purpose, right? And sometimes it doesn't need to be a purpose, but a purpose really, really helps to bring more value to the table. So, and, you could, mm -hmm. and you could use that purpose as an incentive. You say, okay, I'm going to get three interviews down this week, or I'm going to go to the gym five times this week. And then if I do that, then I'm going to party because I'm going to celebrate my small win mm. instead of, oh, I'm just going to party. I'm going to get drunk, whatever, because I have nothing else to do. And that's where the right. problem arises. That, that's reinforcing. Mm -hmm. Positive reinforcement, right? <laughs> yes. <Great. laughs> that's it. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, cool. So, yeah. Um, so, Atian, anything you would like to add uh, in regards to that? Yes, I mean, talking about purpose, I think a big why and a big reason of why we started Rebound, it wasn't because we had a purpose, but more of we had a lack of purpose. We didn't, we didn't know what to do with our lives. We're in college, we're partying a lot. We, were, we didn't know if we had the right habits. We didn't know if we had that right career. So we kind of had to stop and think, all right, so are we using our time wisely? What do we want to do? And we talked about, we both like technology, Let's develop some skills. So we decided that we wanted to learn how to code. I took a semester off. I did a boot camp. Antonio went to Madrid. He also did the same boot camp. We both learned how to code and we talked about, all right, so how are we going to add value? What's going to be our purpose? How are we going to help people? We're both reading a lot about Tony Robbins, Joe Dispenza, how these people focused on failures and overcoming these failures. So we wanted to learn. We know that the best way to learn is to learn from the best, to learn from experts. So we wanted to get to know these people and ask them about adversity, ask them about how they overcame their failures and get their tips, tools, and techniques to overcome their adversities. So after that, we started Rebound Talks where we record all these interviews with our amazing guests. And we wanted to take, take it up a notch and we wanted to build 
something that could help people overcome these adversities, not only by listening to the podcast, but in a more interactive way. So we created this thing called Survival Kids, which a survival kid essentially is a guide, a step-by-step -step guide of overcoming a specific adversity. We collaborate with one of our guests and a team of psychologists that we have on our side, and we develop the best guide for overcoming a specific adversity. And that's why we, we created Rebound, and that's the purpose that we added and that we're, we're striving for. We wanna help college students overcome their adversities because we know that mental illness is a very big problem going on in the United States and in the whole world. And college students are facing a big part of it. We both faced it. So that's why we wanna help them out. Yeah, no, no, that's awesome, man. That's exactly, I think, how we came down to the idea that we need to start doing these kind of conversations. As you mentioned, there are already experts out there. I mean, we even have an expert among us right now. Uh, yeah. In this case, it's Priyashi. But the problem is that sometimes people is not, is not finding that expertise or is not appreciating that expertise. And maybe that makes us think that the problem is the format. I mean, the expertise is there. There is an expertise there, but it's something that... I strongly believe that I'm not sure yet, and we're trying to figure out why, but it's either for a stigma or for a problem of accessibility, or that the expertise, everything you just mentioned, bringing the experts, uh, having that support, having these survival kits, it's a stuff that we are not exactly reinventing. We are reinventing the way we deliver them. And I think that's what the world needs right now, especially because right now, as you mentioned, there is an special awakening. There is something going on right now that made us realize, yeah, there is a vacuum. There's something that we need to fill. And right now is when I need those tools. And that's why everything here started. And I think that's why we are having this conversation today and moving more towards the conversation. Uh, that's why we are going into why and how those that are here right now can make 2020 the best year of their lives. If you could give me actionable steps and that's what i'm shooting for actionable steps to make 2020 the best year of your lives i would love to hear both of your perspective so by the end of the interview we have a nice maybe five to ten to twenty steps of how to make 2020 the best years of our lives i'd like to say that yeah i really like the part where you said about purpose i think that's important because once you find your purpose you lose fear of uncertainty and you go for it because it start becoming about mm. others, not only you. So you found this purpose or mission and you lose that fear that is like, oh, I'm so insecure. No, well, I'm gonna do this because it's good. So you, for example, you lost fear and made rebound. That's the big step. The thing is, how you, can you find that purpose? That, that's a question that you could address later. Like how could you, I don't know, you isolate yourself in a mountain, you find a mentor, how you find that purpose because people struggle sometimes to find that purpose or are afraid to look for it yeah. but yeah i like what you said but yeah coming back to the to the main three to the main thing as Bechara said okay De definitely and that is a question that we ask most of our guests like how can college students find their purpose because it's not something that's easy some people think about it Think about it and it feels so big, your life's purpose. Wow, what's it gonna be? But I always recommend to, first of all, read The Alchemist, amazing book by Paulo Coelho. You'll understand how achieving that purpose 
is not actually the answer, but the journey is. Mm -hmm. So part of your purpose is finding your purpose. If you don't have a purpose, you still have a purpose and that is to find your purpose. And one actionable step that people can do that James Arthur Ray told us is that you could think back to the time where you, where you're the youngest, the youngest, the time that you can remember where you were the youngest and think, what did you like to do? What did you enjoy to do? What would you do even if you weren't getting paid and what would you get lost doing? Mm. Yeah. And from there, finding your you, I think you will start to realize a little bit of things that you really, really enjoyed doing. Maybe you like soccer, maybe you like computers, maybe ever since you were little, you like books. Mm -hmm. And then from there, you have to find a way from others to benefit from this skill that you have, this mm -hmm. strength or this thing that you like. And I think it's a combination of both what you like and how can you benefit others? And I think that's a purpose. That's awesome. And it yeah. comes down mm -hmm. to that concept of Ikigai where you find your purpose in the intersection between what you like, uh, what the world needs, and even what you can get paid for doing and what you're good at. So those four things create this nice Venn diagram where in the middle is your purpose and something I love. I recently learned about it. Actually, you guys have an amazing, uh, I think, uh, post about it and it's awesome. I'm right now declaring that the first step maybe to improve your 2020s to find a purpose. Let's play this game. Let's say that right now the habit we need to develop first, well, not habit, the first step is to find a purpose, whatever that means. I, start exploring that purpose, right? I, start I, I, would, I would say that prior to finding your purpose, you have to get your shit together. Because if you're just <laughs> out drinking, if you're just out fucking around, you're not gonna find your purpose there. So definitely start meditating exercising building good habits slowly and once you think you're in control of yourself i think that's when finding the purpose comes in okay okay i like it get shit together that's a nice way to <laughs> mention it and but i actually would love uh and there are two steps right now we have first step get your shit together and second step <laughs> Uh, finding your purpose. I would love to go deep it, uh, deeper and take advantage yeah. that we have an expert psychologist here mm -hmm. uh, yeah. to hear about purpose. And in which point in early de child development, we tend to lose that purpose and why? Uh, because it, it seems like at first we are born as dreamers, maybe not practical dreamers, but we're born as dreamers. So in which point in our life we lose that and how we can refine it um, and yeah take it away well um usually it's uh, the you know the time period of puberty because during that time we all are experiencing like a huge amount of change in our body in our appearance and that's when society keeps on adding so much so much more than before right there is a lot of pressure about how I am looking. There is a lot of pressure of dealing on emotions, uh, de uh, dealing your friendship, dealing your relationships, right? Dealing your hobbies, dealing your studies. And that's when that dreamer 
the you know the light of the dreamer just goes away gradually it all happens gradually some are capable of standing out even through that but mostly the light is just faded away mm. so what happens during this phase is a lot of conditioning is happening a lot of conditioning has already happened since till, till the age 7 in the child right and uh, the, till the age 7 whatever conditioning has happened that is what makes their personality as an adult so that conditioning which happened in the childhood is now actually shaping as a personality during that period revisiting that child revisiting that 7 years old child and maybe trying to you know take away i know you have some experience with hypnotherapy which is awesome probably uh, yeah. i would love to hear about that mostly for i'm very curious how that looks like but yeah. as well i would like to go deeper into that purpose finding that purpose and yes especially because we mentioned ikigai we mentioned ikigai where ikigai the first circle is finding what you like i will say so how we can use this knowledge about early child development to find what we like all right so uh, when we become a person a personality you know a personality is basically a mask right uh, you must have seen an iceberg right the 10% of the iceberg that we see on the surface of the ocean is what the personality is and below that surface of ocean there is 90% of the iceberg right which is hidden right that's how our mind is that's who we really are that mm. is what consists of all the programs we have been conditioned up till now okay right so okay. i would say the purpose in life is actually to get unconditioned by all the conditionings happened so far by the society by the parents by whatever we have seen so far so yeah, yeah like i think um, only 5% of the conditioning that we have learned as like for example getting to getting trained in toilet training or uh, learning how to use language right i think these are the skills that we use and that are mandatory in life right so except that part of conditioning that we are using that we are utilizing today for our good except that all the the purpose is just to get unconditioned to start unlayering ourselves and that is when we start to unlayer that's when we regress and we go back to who we were as a kid i love it i love right? it and actually i think you you should be quoted the purpose in life is to get unconditioned to find authenticity so in childhood we all have been trained with the you know with this that what is your name so remember your that moment when you were about to go to a school or you know even before that if you were named if you were given your name your parents must have told you that if somebody asks you what is your name you have to say my name is louis my name mm -hmm. is priyashi right mm -hmm. so that became a conditioning and the mind the logical mind perceives it as a logic considering i am equals the name be it louis be it sebastian be it anything mm. right 
Now the name is something which is used just for the basis of communication, right? That is the significance, right? But how we, how the mind perceives it is I am equals to that name. Now in future, when you go to school, you start going to school, you start meeting friends, you start meeting your teachers. Now whatever they tell you about you, about how you are, who you are, it automatically gets identified with I am. So for example, Priyashi is a bad girl. So I would perceive, my mind would perceive it as I am equals Priyashi, Priyashi equals bad girl, hence I am equals bad girl. And that's where I start to lose my confidence. I start to question myself. I start to create self-doubt. Right? So yes. this is how it, it goes on. So that's why I said, like, we need to unlayer. We need to disidentify ourselves so with finding, all kind of adjective. So you will say, start by finding or I am sentences. So trying to go yeah. into well, life, I heard I am Luis. I probably also heard I am... I don't know, computer scientists, for instance, or, you know, trying to go deep, deeper and deeper, deeper. I am, uh, by my I, last name, part of my family. Uh, go ahead. Yeah. I would love Pri Priyashi to uh, expand on this, but I think that in order to uncondition or unlearn what you've been conditioned to learn, you have to go deep into the subconscious. So I would love for you, Priyashi, to expand on this, yeah. see what's your point of view. Sure. So I do understand how subconscious mind works, mm. right? But it isn't possible for every single person to go to a hypnotherapist, mm. right? Mm. So what can one do by being on their own? So how can one become self-reliant to actually attain their purpose or to actually disidentify themselves with all kinds of roles that they have identified themselves with, right? So number one would be to understand that there are different kinds of roles that we play in life, right? Uh, I am a girl, I am a daughter, I am a citizen of India, etc., etc., etc. So these are the roles. The roles have predefined standard definitions to it, right? How a daughter is, how a girlfriend is, how a wife is, how a mother is, right? Mm -hmm. So all these roles have predefined definitions already. And if someone is able to perform those uh, traits well, then they are labeled as good. If not, then bad, right? So mm -hmm. I would request everyone to just, uh, you know, identify all kinds of roles that they play in life or identify any kind roles. of I am sentence, you know, uh, whatever you identify yourselves with, however you define yourself. Basically, I tried to go deeper into what my personal, that actually comes down to personal branding. Like what roles have, been play, have I been playing all my life? And for instance, uh, I'm gonna give you this as an example, uh, but for instance, I just started identifying, uh, okay, I identify that I'm good about this stuff. I have a creativity, pattern finding, concentrated mediation, what that means. I mean, it doesn't mean anything. It's a word that I chose to identify something I'm good at, when I'm able to format stuff from to a game to a movie, movie to a person. I even started creating games for people that were based on them, uh, like as a birthday gift. But here's something that, as you mentioned, I am words. And for instance, I started identifying, hey, so let's start working on my I am words. 
and for me is I am a computer scientist. I'm a leader, an entrepreneur, game developer, Venezuelan, musician, and mindset mentor. But then I realized, okay, this is what my I am's for now. This is not set in stone. So I'm gonna take back the conversation uh, in the sense that we, where are we at? First, we mentioned get your shit together. Second, we mentioned find your purpose. To find your purpose, you need to identify your roles in life. And for that, you need to ask you, what are my I am sentences? Is that correct? I would suggest instead of saying that, instead of asking to identify what are the roles, it's better to say, recognize the roles so that you can disidentify with them. And Priyashi, how do you suggest we disidentify? Well, so that's where all these activities or exercises of meditation, mindfulness, all these mm. have been. Yeah, okay. I, I love that, that you mentioned that you mentioned that of recognizing. And after that, you said mindfulness, because mindfulness for me personally it has helped me become aware of what I do, how other people treat me and how, how I react to that. It makes you more active, makes you start taking action instead of reacting to people. And it allows you to find these things that you've been conditioned into thinking that you are it allows you to see them from an external perspective. So you're like, okay, so maybe I'm this way because I was raised this way and because people put this sort of labels on me. And you become aware of that and that, that's when you can erase them and just become the person that you wanna be because things, what you think become, becomes things. So if you think how people have been raising you and there's things that you don't like, you're not gonna like yourself. So think what you wanna become become aware of what you've been labeled as and erase those labels. You don't have to believe what you've been raised as, you know? It's the classic, I'm not what I think I am. I'm not what you think I am. I am what you what I think that you think I am. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't know, I don't know for sure what you think of me. But mm. the main thing is that mm. what I think that you think of me. And I guess that will also will be part of the, that socialization process that you mentioned that killed that dreamer inside of us at some point in our puberty. People have to start creating their own I am's. For example, something I do every morning is uh, I say three things I'm grateful for. I say three things I want to do today, like what would make today great again. And then I don't say them, I write them down. And then lastly, I say, I am, and I put everything that I am or I want to be. Because if you start internalizing that every single day, I am an entrepreneur, I am a philanthropist, I am a leader, whatever you want to be, then internally you will gain that confidence and you would be the hero in your own story. As you sent in the group chat <laughs> yesterday, you should create your own movie and become the hero in your own story. How does that hero look like? What does that hero do? Completely. No, that's awesome. Okay, so so far, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I keep doing this because I like I like this. <laughs> I, I like simple stuff that people can, you know, take action in. So uh, what we are right now on the terms of uh, habits for finding your purpose. First, you mentioned affirmations. 
that's something that uh, the habit of creating your I am's in the morning, that's what I'll call affirmation. And that's something mm -hmm. you could practice every morning to start internalizing stuff. So your body and you start believing that you are the stuff that you want to be, if that makes mm -hmm. sense. Second, I heard about a little bit about the habit of life exploration, which means whatever that means to you. If you want to explore, dedicate, as long as you're dedicating at least half an hour, let's say half an hour per week uh, to, to simply sit down and try to explore about a, a stuff that led to stuff. Would you like to add, I have three habits right now for purpose. First is affirmations. Uh, the second meditation, is definitely. medita meditation. Whatever that means. It doesn't, Mindfulness, 100%. Mindfulness. Yeah. Let's call it life exploration. And okay. Uh, gratitude actually, is a good one. Gratitude is a good one. Yes. Uh, that's something I love to do at the end of the day. What I'm grateful for. And something that actually I actually like to ask my clients, like, uh, but I ask it this way. What are, what are you proud about this day that you did? It's not simple. It's, uh, uh, pr pride, it could be in a, in a way self-gratitude. So it comes down to gratitude at the end. So uh, gratitude is something I'd like to do. But does gratitude fit inside of this finding purpose category? Or would yes. you put it in somewhere else? I, I would put it it's in real. finding it's purpose because if uh, let, there's no way that you're going to feel like you're fulfilling your purpose if you're not grateful for the small wins. Let's say you think you're doing your purpose, but one day a bunch of shit goes wrong and then you start like negative rumination and overthinking. The only way that you would keep on pursuing that purpose is if you look at the positive side of things. What are you grateful for today? Even if it is, I'm healthy, I, uh, there's a beautiful day today. The, it could be the simplest thing, but- uh, Exactly, yes, I yes. Adding to that, like one aspect, like another aspect to, you know, viewing this is um, if there is a problem which has just, you know, just standing on our face and uh, that problem, you know, when that problem comes, we feel a low confidence, we feel anxious, we are like, we don't know what to do. But if we are grateful that I am alive, I have this body, which is fully functional, I have my mind, which is fully capable of understanding what to do, that is when I would be, or anyone would be able to understand that the solution lies within them. So and that's when they'll be able to face their problems. The same people brought up in the same environment with the same family, with the same values, with the same cultural programming could look at the problem in two completely different ways. Because one brother might focus on the negative things and ruminate, get depressed and fall into a downward spiral, while the other brother might look at what he's grateful for and look at setbacks as obstacles and sees what he can learn from these setbacks. So it's very important that you have the correct mindset, no matter what your programming is. So the worst thing that could happen to you could also be the best thing that could happen to you. It to all someone else. Or maybe to you, I mean, like there are two ways for me and here's taking back, uh, I will add an extra step first one uh, about the perspective. And it's that realizing that 
you could have either a victim mindset and say, oh, I'm such a victim that this happened, this, this happened to me this year. Everything is going down. I feel so bad. Like, why me? I was supposed to graduate this year. It was supposed to be happy, whatever. Mm -hmm. You could have mm -hmm. that mindset. And I'm not taking away that emotion. I understand your pain. I understand it completely. I'm not, I'm not disqualifying your emotions. That's completely, completely valid. And I don't have an idea how you feel because that's an experience that only you can feel. But what I'm saying is you, can, you could either grab those emotions and let them bring you down, or you could simply take those emotions and let them feel you and realize, okay, I'm gonna use these to find something positive and maximize it. So for instance, okay, yeah, uh, I'm not able to see my friends, but that can also translate into, okay, I can connect with more people and I have more free time and more control when I connect with those peoples and which in turn end up on being a more free scale, let's say. And with mm -hmm. that time, you can start an amazing, I don't know, new project. And mm -hmm. that's kind of what happened to me. Like my story this summer is, hey, yeah, my summer internship got canceled. My summer internship got canceled. But instead of me complaining about it, of, of, of course I felt bad at first. Everybody's going to feel bad. And that happens. The emotions are not, you can, you're not, you can't, they're human. You can't control the first thing you think, but you always can control the second thing you think. And that's where mentality is coming. I mean, the right mentality can help you turn a bad thought into a good thought and a good thought into results. And that's what I think we are supposed to do this year. So taking it back first, realize that you can turn this year around. That's something that I don't know what is your situation. I understand there are different situations, but no matter what, there is always a way to improve your situation. That's something that I think is a given in life, unless you're dead. In that way, you cannot, you know, come back to life. And we could talk about reincarnation <laughs> later or that kind of stuff. <laughs> Don't into that. But uh, yeah, basically that's the thing. No, no matter what your situation is, as bad as bad it is, it could be better. Even if you're in the top of the world, you could go to the sky. So you can improve. Realize that you can take this advantage to improve your life. Second. Um, Understand that you need to first gather what you have. Understand your resources. Okay, as you mentioned, get your shit together. Uh, mm -hmm. I call it just organize your time and realize what are your most important priorities and what of those priorities you actually like. And from that, you can may, may, may be able to start adding that priority, which is our third step for getting, uh, you know, turning this 2020 around. The third step is finding your purpose. And to find your purpose, or let's rephrase that, Start finding your purpose because that's not something you're gonna. Some people take five minutes to realize after hearing this. Some people is gonna take years to realize after hearing this. But what you can control, and you can focus on what you can control. What you can control is that you can start dedicating, I don't know, every 30 minutes every morning to start doing affirmations of the, of the person you want to be. You can start dedicating 30 minutes every week to start uh, being mindful, meditation, and. More importantly, as well, going back to those roles that were imposed to you, as Riyashi mentioned, and try to identify what of those actually you like and what of those are going to go back to your, to your affirmations and what of those are not going to go back to your affirmations. So uh, that's what I think this conversation is coming down to. I would love to hear 
uh, your final thoughts about this. I love that you were talking about control. You were talking about control, and I think it's having this mindset of knowing that there are things that you can control and things that you have literally no control over, like your internship, the fact that there was a coronavirus pandemic, and you can't control it. So why waste energy? Why waste emotions into something that you can't control at all? And I learned this a lot from Stoicist philosophy from William B. Irvine. We actually released the interview yesterday, and he talks about this, the dichotomy of control, who Stoicist, what Stoicists have. Put energy in the things you can't control. Don't worry about the things you can't, because there's nothing you can do. I like um, it. <laughs> so um, when it comes to purpose, I think it's uh, more about unleashing the purpose and uh, or, or we could say recognizing the purpose because the purpose already exists within us. It's okay. already flowing within us. It's just that there are so many layers that we are unable to recognize it. We are unable to access it. We are unable to exercise it. We are unable to live it right and uh, when i say that uh, we need to understand roles we also have to understand that if we remove or discard all those roles there is an individual right beneath all those roles all you need to do is you need to empower that individual mm. right that's when affirmations and all these things comes in right okay. and you can also understand it as of uh, uh, there are waves and the wave uh, they signify our thoughts and emotions which come and go. They are temporary, right? But inside those waves, there, are, there is a huge deep ocean which is stable, quiet, peaceful, and alive, right? Th that ocean is who we really are. And our thoughts and emotions are just like the waves of the ocean. Okay. Perfect analogy. Um, I took the liberty to simplify this conversation we just got. And I, I found that mainly we got five steps to find a purpose. I, I want to see if you agree. First, what I saw is that you need to be aware there is something to change. That's before getting your shit together, as we said. Mm. So be aware so there is something to change. Getting, get your shit together because change starts in the mind. Uncondition yourself but stay with the part of the conditioning that is useful. Then condition yourself on what you want to be, what you talked about, Antonio, and then gratitude that I think it goes connected with giving something back, you know, help mm -hmm. others. I would say that will get you into a spiral of success and taking your purpose. And, I will, and, I will, and one top on the cherry. All the stuff, you can plan it. Yeah, you can, and, plan. And, and that's why yeah. we are success planning. Sorry, I need to say it because it's already yeah. <laughs> that's why we are success planning because all those five stuff you can plan them. You can no, start, no, no. You, but you need to start with a plan. Uh, yeah. you cannot write get what down. you need so write and, it down. It doesn't need to be that complex, but start by writing it down, and then you can always go to cycle.com to start your plan. So, yeah, uh, finish mm -hmm. Antonio, uh, what you were about to say, and, and with that, you we can't. Can achieve any of this with a closed mind you have to be open-minded active listening and understand that you don't know 
most of the things that are out there. So you always have to be curious, open to learning new things. And if you learn something that you like, start applying it little by little. Because if you don't, then uh, it's just nothing. Knowledge without application is worthless. Definitely. Like, I think like being vulnerable is one of the quality it takes. So that's the first challenge. And therefore, someone has, uh, you know, has this will to be vulnerable, to come out of their uh, comfortable zone, then uh, definitely they can have a long journey and they can just start to understand that who they really are and what their purpose is. So yeah, and that's where, you know, pain, you know, convert your pain into your purpose. That, that's how it goes. So that's the entire journey. Okay. Okay, nice. Oh, perfect. Thank Okay. Thank you so much because there is no denying the value that this was created. This conversation is to be continued because I love this com combination uh, and how it turned out to be. So you will hear back from me asking you to come back and to continue this conversation. Other than that, thank you so much for your time and thank you for everyone who joined to the recording as well. I mean, this is what we're looking for. People that are willing to help other people. And that's what you were doing when you got it. That's what you two did when you came here. You three did when you came here. And also the, all the people that joined, that's what you were doing because you really contributed. Someone mentioning gratitude. And that's kind of what we're looking for, that interaction. Like if you have your advice and you want to be heard, you can either one, join the talks every Thursday like the recording so you can influence how the talk goes and two you can always as well apply to be a speaker we really want your message to be delivered so thank you so much and keep cycling have an amazing day and start working on turning mm -hmm. your 2020 the best year of your lives <laughs>